What's up, y'all? It's Speed Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. So, this show is kind of gonna kind of be all over the place because it's a like I said, it's been a lot to talk about for the last few weeks or so. But this is gonna kind of be on a more serious tone. But before we even get into all that, please follow me, Be Dangerous, on Instagram and Twitter at the Be Dangerous. Also, follow this very podcast that you're listening to right now, Dangerous Sports Talk. The page on Facebook. Also, follow the podcast on Spotify where podcasts are available. Let's get into it. So, the main topic of discussion in NBA news, I should say, is Ja Morant. Now, we all know Ja Morant for being the high-flying player on the Memphis Grizzlies who revitalized their culture. And their team is a young, cocky, and brash team very talented but they have a habit of talking and talking and talking to the point where people wanted them to be humbled in some way shape or form and on early saturday morning they got their wish i'm gonna try to go in order as much as possible because i didn't want to really cover this before having everything there you know what i'm saying like i didn't want to do the show too soon and then something else will come out and then something else will come out and i'm glad i waited but anyway so john morant was in a strip club at 3 a.m and while he's having a good time he flashes something in the camera with a mouthful of diamonds and what is that something you might ask A gun. And he's already under fire. For being accused of punching a 17 year old in a pickup game last summer. That's already hanging over his head. Then to top that off. We have the gun situation. And people were like dude really? Like, even Allen Iverson didn't do that at the height of when people were trashing his image. Now, I know there was no social media back then to flex on, do this and do that. But, sir, you were brought up in a two-parent family in the suburbs. Trying to portray this street dude life is not what's up. It's really, really not. So... After the whole incident, and people came out of the woodwork to roast him, troll him, all that good stuff that social media does when something controversial happens to a player of this caliber. And after the gun shit came out, he deletes his social media. But sir, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. minute. You coherently did this shit, knowing people were going to come at your neck. So instead of facing the fire that he created, he decides to take his social media down because he doesn't want to deal with it. Get it? I get that it's for mental health reasons, but still, you created the smoke for yourself and for your team. Stand in it. That's all I'm saying. But the story does not end there. The NBA initially suspended Ja for two games. But, in the wake of all this shit going on, the story keeps getting wilder by the day. 
And apparently, when the Memphis Grizzlies were in Denver, he brought the gun with him on the team plane. And for that, he has been suspended indefinitely for that incident. Even if you did not mean to use that gun on any of your teammates, coaches, whatever, whatever, it's still the fact that you had a gun on a team facility. And that shit right there is what got Gilbert Arenas kicked out of the league. Because he had a fucking gun in the locker room. And he was one of the biggest players in the NBA at the time. Like that, ugh, God. Like, bro, imagine you have God-given talents to get to the NBA. You wow people every single game with your jumping ability. And your dunks. To have the world at your fingertips. Just to fucking have everything you work for come down around you because of a dumbass mistake and a dumbass decision that you decided to make. Like, if you're right, like, if you're in the right and you're doing what you do, why not just keep going right? You just gotta choose a left turn to do something completely dumb because you wanted to flex and do this and do that and portray a street dude, which you're not about that life. As someone who is from the suburbs, I know I'm not about that life. So what makes you think that you, what makes you think that you're about that life? And I know more people are gonna be going in about this. Like in the next two hours or so on first take on Undisputed and all the sports channels, everybody's gonna be putting their two cents in. And I already knew I was gonna be doing this show anyway. And also, more about the Memphis Grizzlies. I know I got these notes in here somewhere. Let's see. Oh, Dylan Brooks was out for two games because of his 16th technical of the season. And another one of their players is out with an Achilles injury. And shit, shit, shit. What is his name? I know I got it somewhere in here. Ah, here we go. We got Brandon Clark. He's the one that's out with a torn Achilles. And, of course, I just mentioned Dylan Brooks. So what does that mean for the Memphis Grizzlies? It means that their season is going straight to hell. Because it's easy to be on that rah-rah bullshit when you're winning and when you're doing this and doing that and wowing the NBA. But when shit gets rough, this is when what you see what you see what a team is really made of. Because, like I said, it's always easy to talk, taunt, and do all this extra shit. But when shit gets real, and your centerpiece is out indefinitely, you're going to have to humble your damn self and see that the bullshit is not important. Work on your game first. Win something first before you can even utter anything to any other team about what you're going to do this, what you're going to do that, and talk about other teams' bullshit. Get your own self together and get your own shit together before you even utter to talk anything about anybody. So do I feel bad for the Memphis Grizzlies? Not really. They're still a young team who has to find their way. And Ja's still a young man who has to find his way personally. And he issued an apology saying that he has to work on himself and all that other good stuff. You know what I mean? 
But while you're on this indefinite hiatus, do everybody a favor and do yourself a favor. Listen to the listen to the adults around you. Listen to your father who was at every single one of your games. Listen to your mother. Listen to the older voices around you that can tell you the right thing to do. Instead of thinking that you have all the answers and you can do whatever the hell you want to just because you got some money, no. Listen to those around you because they've been around a lot longer than you have. And they can give you a lot more insight to the things that you already think you know about. So, all jokes aside, all shade aside, I hope that Ja gets himself together for his sake. Because you are too talented of an NBA player to fuck your career up and fuck up your reputation for something as stupid as wanting to be a damn thug for social media. Point blank period. Now, to a little bit of NFL news. So, Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson, is being investigated for sexual assault. Now, even though it has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes, when you're related to somebody as big as Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be a big deal. Because... There's a number of reasons why a big athlete, one of their siblings, will wild out. Because Vince Carter was a Vince Carter, as much as I love him, his, I believe his younger brother, I think it was, he was into the street life and was doing all this extra dumb shit. Then you had Reggie Rose, Derrick Rose's brother. Reggie would run his mouth when Derrick was at the height, was at the height of his career over dumb shit about this and that. Listen. Either you tell him to straighten his shit up, or you cut him off. Because I know Patrick Mahomes, as a two-time Super Bowl champion and NFL MVP, this is not the type of publicity that he needs. Because I know he will be damned if he let everything that he worked for get fucked up because of what his brother so-called did. Because sexual assault is not something to take lightly. Or joke about because that could mean a numerous amount of things. We don't know to the extent of which it was, but even the fact that you're being accused of this shit is enough pause for concern. Like, just because your brother made it and he's making money and he's doing what he's doing, it does not give you a green light to do this extra bullshit to unsuspecting women or women that you did, or whatever the case might be. It's not okay. And if the sexual assault rumors have any type of truth to it, then you should definitely be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Because sexual deviants make my fucking skin crawl. But wait and see what happens. And still, if something as serious as this should not be taken lightly whatsoever. So if he is found guilty and if he is... If there is some evidence found that he did do this shit, then the police need to do what they need to do. And let's see what else we got to talk about. Oh, yes. So after three years of being absent from the UFC, John Jones, one of my favorite MMA fighters, 
came back at 247.5, I believe. I could be wrong about that, but anyway. He bulked up the heavyweight. And he won the World Heavyweight Championship belt by submission. And just knowing what John has been through, he's had the belt stripped from him, the light heavyweight championship belt, stripped from him three damn times because he failed a drug test. Now he has another opportunity to really break through and shine. The way that I know he's accustomed to doing when he is in his prime and when he's in it, when he's able to fight. I'm proud of Bones. I really am. But all I want from him is to leave the fucking drugs alone. I know you have the money to afford your habit or whatever the fuck it is that you do. But if this is your dream to be one of the best MMA fighters, UFC fighters of all fucking time. Don't let drugs stand in the way of that. Don't let drugs be the reason that you get stripped of another title. Because you feel like you had to take something or this and this and that. Yes, he's done some reckless things in his career. But who, who the fuck doesn't? Because one thing that people love in a good, in a sports story is redemption. And John Jones could be the prime example of redemption. If he just stays that way. I don't want to see later in the day that John Jones is stripped of the UFC championship because of another failed drug test. Like, I don't want to see that. And after a while, the apologies get sad because because that's what John was doing for the longest time. After every drug bust, every suspension, every title strip, he's been apologizing to his fans, this and this and that. No, 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 no. I get that you want to apologize because you believe that's the right thing to do. But I know that John was raised better than this. Your, fa your father was a pastor, for God's sakes. You know what it takes to be clean and sober. That scripture that you have tatted across your chest, take hold to that and hold on to your faith to know that you can be the star that you are. If you look to other outlets and not go the drug route, because John Jones is too talented of a fighter to waste his talent on things like this. And I just want him to win. Literally, I want him to win so bad. But if you keep doing dumb shit like this, it's going to be harder for people to support you. And it's going to be even harder for Dana White to trust you. Because, yes, I know Dana has issues as well that I spoke about earlier in earlier shows. But don't think that his patience is going to be taken for endless loyalty because it's too fucking much for anybody, bro. So, John, I hope you don't fail another drug test. I hope you keep being the world heavyweight championship, world heavyweight champion, because you absolutely earned it. But, sir, just stay away from drugs. That's all I want you to do. Let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the Lakers' inconsistencies keep going. But the Lakers did something that they did already did this season. They defeated the Warriors with Steph Curry present because Steph Curry did come back that, that game. 
And I was a little concerned. Well, not even concerned, not even surprised. Because the Lakers were up 15 at one point. Then by halftime, they were up by one. And one one thing they are consistent at is blowing leads out of their asses. Like, that's something that's never changed. But they still managed to hold on and get the win over Golden State. And the, the comments about that are absolutely mum silent. Because they just lost a game to Memphis. And Memphis got their revenge. But knowing that this is a huge morale boost for the Lakers, it's always good to see them beat the Warriors because nobody ever expects that. Also, when AD is healthy, he is a top five player. You cannot deny that. People can talk about all the glass injury jokes and all this other bullshit and blah, 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 blah. However, when he steps up and shows that he can compete at a high level when he is healthy, it's silence. And I wonder why that is. Also, somebody here asked me, do do I think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs? No, I don't. I absolutely do not. Because, as I said, they keep blowing leads out of their asses whenever they have a sizable lead. It's like you have the potential to actually blow this team out. But then you get lazy. You create turnovers. You take lackadaisical-ass shots. And you don't play defense. Of course the other team is going to come back and fucking get within one, two, or three damn points. So seeing what they've done consistently in the regular season, what the fuck do you think they're going to do when they, if they ever get to the playoffs? They're going to do the same thing. And people are going to wonder how they made the playoffs when they're easily giving, giving away free wins. So on that note, I don't think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs because of that, because of that alone. But what do I know? I'm just the Laker fan who is never satisfied with anything, and I just talk out of my ass for your enjoyment. But then when things materialize, nobody wants to say shit to me. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, that was kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I hope everybody gets their shit together. I hope Jock gets his shit together. I hope John Jones stays away from drugs and can hold on to the world heavyweight title. And also, gotta congratulate the Knicks on winning nine in a row. So Knicks fans are going absolutely fucking nuts, as they should. Uh, But you know the Knicks like I know the Knicks. So please, just soak this win up. Soak up your wins. Soak up this time. Because, like I said, we know the Knicks. But anyway, I got to get my ass out of here. Thank you guys so much for your constant love and your support of Dangerous Sports Talk. And me, Be Dangerous. Follow the podcast on, really, follow the podcast on Spotify and whatever podcasts are available. Also, follow the Dangerous Sports Talk Facebook page and me, Be Dangerous, on Instagram and Twitter. And on that note, I am out of here. Peace.